This is Tom Rogers and John Riley on Thinking Outside the Long Box, the ultimate comics podcast. If you like sweat and you like pit stains, then you're going to love 12 Angry Men and four fat guys talking about it. Except for Tim, who's thin as a rail. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan, Gabe, Tim, and Doyle. It's fun dying. <laughs> That's all the math he does. Probably. If I was doing too much math, my body would get thin. Hey, everybody! <laughs> What's up, fuckers? Welcome wow. to Thinking Outside the Long Box, guys. Thinking Outside the Long Box. My chili. <laughs> We're all eating chili right now with chips. Chips yeah. and chili. It's legit. It's more Frito Mac, but... You always say that. It's Frito just Mac is fucking chip. chili with chips in it, bro. That's what Frito Mac is. <laughs> Frito, but there's no Mac. There's no... There's yeah, there's, oh, sorry, not Frito Mac, Frito Pie. Yeah. I was going to say, it's not anything like Chili Mac. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong... Line. No, that's what Frito Pie is. I agree with you. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Thinking Outside bad. the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Tim. I still love it. I'm doing it. Come on. We're, We're agreeing with you. <laughs> oh, these Fritos are subpar. My, I put them on the, underneath the chili. They went soft immediately. Mm-hmm. Usually it takes a little while. Criticizing your uh, Fritos, yeah, bro. Dude. First it was the free- Fritos. And then the ice. Yeah, and then I know. the temperature. I know. And no, the ice I love. Everything. Everything. Just I liked how big the ice were. All I hear is criticize, criticize, criticize. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, we're going to be talking about. I know what our show is all about. Fucks up. Uh, our pop culture classic this week. <laughs> Jesus, I'll be fine. <laughs> Twelve Angry Men. Juan, tell us a little bit about Twelve Angry Men. Hopefully, you watched the right one because I watched the 1957 one. Okay, I think so. The okay. black, the it black was and completely black and white. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a 1957 American courtroom drama film directed by Sidney Lumet, adopted from a 54 teleplay of the same name by Red Zone Rose. The film tells the story of a jury of 12 men as they deliver, deliberate the conviction or acquittal of an 18-year-old defendant on the basis of reasonable doubt, forcing the jurors to question their morals and values. Yes. So racism in this movie. When we For were talking sure. about this movie, like on our chat... Juan mentioned that he had never seen it, and it kind of got Tim and I talking about it. It's very bizarre to us that you haven't seen this film already. Because almost everyone I know, like even people I know that are like around your age. Mm -hmm. Which is only a year younger than me. Saw this in school. (laughs) Um, Almost everybody I know had to watch this in like social studies or like middle school civics class or something like that. Yeah. Juan was ditching that day. I never did. Cholo it's just, it's just interesting. Like, it's not... I was grew up in Hicktown, bro. There was no Cholos out there. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's not me, like... Rock. <laughs> it's not me saying, like, that's so strange that you haven't seen it. Because right. without school, I definitely wouldn't have seen this until I was probably in my 30s. Picking it probably for this fucking show yeah. right now, but... <laughs> so, more than anything, what did you think of it? Uh, I mean... No, it's fine. I I enjoyed it. Um, I like that, even though it wasn't. So <laughs> it's really long. 
It's fucking. It's not that it's, long. It's, uh, well, but I mean, it, it's really long because nothing happens. It Let's is. Put it that it way. Yeah. So it's it's drama. like an hour and a half or two hours it's of literally just talking. Life and death. <laughs> but I, I like it because it it it's not just. I didn't find it boring. I, it's not. It, it's it talks about things that are st- I think still important today, like the racism kind of snuck in there at the very uh, close to the end. Um, but I, I like the morality a, talk. It, a it black was, and white movie full of white people and there's no racism. <laughs> it snuck in, bro. It just was like it didn't really sneak in pro- at the end. Probably like, wasn't pretty, sneaking, dude. It's pretty <laughs> obvious through the whole movie I, that that one guy is a piece of shit. No, I, I agree with you, but he really like like dug into the racism like pretty close to the end. <laughs> yeah, he, did, he, he digs in his heels at the end. He though. definitely doubled down on it. You know how they are. He pulled the full <laughs> Trump. He's all murderers and rapists. Like <laughs> some of them. Sure they might be all right, people. Yeah. <laughs> but not this fucked I've, up. I've known, I've known one or two that were all right. <laughs> oh, it's cool. I got a friend. <laughs> you can't trust no, him. I, he does my lawn work. I, I, I like, I like this Black kind and of white film, stuff. and the guy's like, I have a hood pass. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> huh. Wow! It's this is. I mean, this is considered like one of the best films. Period. I will like, say that I if if. I, if we showed it to people that were in school now, I can guarantee that probably 90% would be like, this is fucking awful. <laughs> Which is weird to me because I think that's more a failing of like the educational system than the movie. I think there's a lot to do with actually like the age. That too. Because when I was young, I think most people disliked it too. But, you know, that's but as you get older, like, you can like you know, sit for more than 10 minutes without something exploding. Yeah, you definitely have to be a little more mature to handle a movie as dramatic as 12 Angry Men. I actually really, I don't know what it is. I really love movies that take place in like one scene and that are just acting. Like, or just conversation, or just like a thought piece, you know, like. It's like the really long takes in in Reservoir Dogs. Like, that's awesome. Because that's hard to do. Well, that's budget. $337,000 for these fucking 12 dudes to sit in a room all day. Whoa. Like, that's, that's high. For that, for 57? It's probably not a room. It's probably a set. Well, okay, whatever. But you know what I mean? Like, the set doesn't really change. It changes, like, twice in the whole movie. Like, so that seems we, crazy high. So we don't see Were the those set expensive change. characters or expensive actors? Henry Fonda would have been. Yeah. yeah. And Ed Bagley? Ed Bagley probably would have been. Yeah. So, like, when you think about it, though, like, it's, it's not just a room. It's probably a modular set because, like, the shots where they're going from, like, where Doyle would be to over here, they're probably taking the wall out and, like, shooting across. Mm-hmm. And, like, same, like, probably every wall moved. Probably, there's that. definitely no roof to it. Yeah. Like, it's either that or they just straight up shot in a real room. There's no room. You got to think it about the size of the It does seem really small. Oh, yeah, that's true. Back like, in the day, this, is the fif- this is 57. Yeah, like, cameras were huge. Yeah, probably you got to admit, bro, 330,000 seems pretty high for 57 in a movie that doesn't so. really change. This is a big movie. Places. Man. I mean, it has a lot of famous actors in it. And it- I, But I mean, aside from what you're paying the actors, I get that part. That I mean, we've talked about I'm that before, too. 250,000 of those dollars went to those two actors. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, ni- it's a 1957 movie. Half of that budget could have just been film. I mean, shit was expensive mm-hmm. back then. It's true. Yeah, it made. To, it, it's. I don't know how this movie came out because there's a there's a 
there's a parenthesis that's it. So it says it made two million, but it says in rentals, which makes me believe that this didn't come out into the theaters. Yeah. So they designate it specifically as rentals, which is or kind of was, weird. I've never seen that before on Wikipedia. Or, or you know, maybe the time oh. period. This is like the film. They didn't keep track of box office. Or it, that you could know, be. The, that the could film be too. was like that's strictly crazy. rented to theaters, and that's how the company. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it made good money for we for its budget. I think I wasn't alive. <laughs> It'd be like thirty years. Before I was. I, saw life. <laughs> I was. I wasn't even born for another like twenty-one years. I think no. Oh, like that's thirty. Fi- dude. That's, that's fifty-seven. Fuck. <laughs> Sixty. Yes, thirty-one years. <laughs> I, I. I mean, they. You know, I, I think it does well with what they have. I don't. I don't think there's much to it, and it's. It really is like a. Like a think piece, like you. You know, if it's weird because they're berating this dude. With I mean. They could have just been like they wanted to get out fast, so they could have just been like, "This dude's not going to change his stance." All right, yeah. let's just hung jury it. That's the end of the day. We'll get out in fucking twenty minutes. Yeah. You know, they put themselves into the situation where they had to keep dragging the shit on forever. Right? Don't they make you deliberate for a certain amount of time? No, I did when I did I it. They so. didn't tell me anything. You can, yeah, you can deliberate if instantly. They went, if they went in and just said, "We all think he's guilty," they could walk. No, right no, back I know out. you could do that, yeah. but I mean, like to. to to say it's a hung jury, I thought it had to be a certain amount of time. It depends. I, I think. Yeah. I think some cities. I they, think the judge can probably say because, you guys should go think about it some more. Yeah, if you came out like five <laughs> minutes later, they're like, mm, try again. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's something to be said. I mean, the film is over sixty years old, and it's number five on IMDb's top movies of all time. All right, that says something. But. However, the film was a box office disappointment in the U.S., but did better internationally. The the advent of color and widescreen productions may have contributed to its disappointing box office performance. It was not until its first airing on television that the movie finally found its audience. So that's why it made – that's why the rentals are included, because it didn't make any kind of money. It's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes and a ninety-seven. So uh, critics hundred percent, ninety-seven uh, viewer audience. Score. I mean, it is genuinely one of the best movies ever made. Like it's, it's a nine out of ten on IMDb. As far as acting goes, yeah. It's I mean, every actor it's not, blows it's, it out of the water. I think you got to remember too that like it's nineteen fifty-seven. So this is pre-voting rights. Act. This is like I mean, the, still Jim Crow South, and like a couple, a couple of places weren't states yet. Y- yeah, like <laughs> it's an old movie. Like they're taking like really it's serious what, Alaska? shots at really, really touchy subjects at the time. Like in a way that I don't think. I don't think movies could do it that way anymore. A bunch of white guys sitting around a table arguing about the fate of like a brown person, like based, yeah, that was unheard of. Based on like his like morality, like his race is a factor in mm-hmm. his morality is not something that you could talk about in a film anymore. Even though there's still people like that character that think that. You know, Mexicans are dirty and lie all the time. Yeah. You know, like Trump, the, those, the last president. I yeah. mean, <laughs> all right. So, so I mean, yeah, we're this, not not this... saying that, right? <laughs> so yeah, this film. Hate, man. So, so yeah, this this film is two years older than the state of Alaska. <laughs> it's crazy. I just so, looked it up. So, uh, it's it's crazy for the time, but it's it's funny that there's only like one real racist dude. You know, I, I mean, outwardly well, Ron, racist. Not dude. all white people are racist. No, but I mean, for the, for the time, like that, I feel like they hit 
a few different things as far as what they're touching on, as far as the topics they're touching on. Because I think the dude at the end who finally gave in was just mad at his son, yeah. and he wasn't racist. He was just fucking really, really angry he with his psycho- kid. He has psychological problems. Yeah. Like, he's suffering from depression. And obviously they don't say that because it's in 1957. Well, but he breaks thing- down and cries because mm-hmm. he realizes yeah. he wants to kill this kid because he's mad at his son. Like, which is a bullshit reason to execute somebody. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I will tell you, I thought there were, I, I almost thought there was going to be some kind of like supernatural like ending to this movie, kind of like like a, uh, a wonderful life kind of thing, <laughs> where the dude at the end, because he kind of solemnly walks down the stairs, I thought maybe he was going to disappear and be an angel or some shit. Like <laughs> gets, I, I was just waiting for some crazy thing to happen and never never happened. Yeah, I just because, thought it was funny because it's okay to just be a normal nice yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that there is actually a bunch of what would you call it under the surface racism in this movie. Like there is. I think for sure. every, I, agree. I think everybody around that table at the beginning of the movie was so quick to jump to the gun because of the racist thing. They Except just, for, like... They just didn't really realize like it about three themselves. Three guys yeah. at the table. Like, there's the guy that's clearly, like, a new immigrant. Yeah. yeah. There's the dude that grew up, you know, the child the, of immigrants in the, in the slums. Yeah, yep. Which... The old man, I don't think, is racist. Yeah. I love that idea. Well, I don't think they're, like, they're race... Like, it's just, like, they're, I think they're definitely... a product of their time as well. Yeah. It's like... They're yeah, just clearly this this because they're not they might not be guilty. racist you know but they're I mean? completely indifferent to it. And then once somebody it. points it out they're like, uh, he's not guilty." Like I love that he's every time sure Puerto Rican. I love right? that every time the old man talks it like zooms right in on his face. <laughs> <laughs> right? What, and what's what's cool though is like that's a it, it's a like it's a cinematography reference to his desire to be heard and to be used as a point of wit- wisdom because of his age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot so, like, of era-only things that as happen As soon that as movie. he talks about that, that's when every time he talks, it's right on yes. his face. Because it was me. Because I changed my mind. <laughs> <I did. laughs> because what, what's important is that he is like deserving of like respect and wisdom. Right. Like or you know, listening to his wisdom. And so is the other old guy, but he nobody's there to listen to him, so he's made something up. Right. Oh no. It's dude, it's a f- motherfucking brilliant it's movie. It's a good movie. Like the way the movie is made is incredible. I'm a big fan. I also think we should bring back I, I will say the, that this is doesn't feel indicative of a Doyle choice. Dude, I like all kinds of movies. <laughs> I, I loved it. Like I love My my movie preferences are fast. <laughs> This feels like a Jason pick. I'm just saying. They're not all over the top. <laughs> I loved over the top. <laughs> I also loved over the top. Uh, I thought you were saying like movies are over the top. No. no nope. Not, top. not top. at all what I meant. I do think we need to bring back the super slow fade out in movies. I love when they fade out from like the Puerto Rican kid to the deliberation scene. And it's like fucking like a almost a 45 second fade out yeah <laughs> that kid's face is like still visible it's just like, like a goddamn slideshow that i would put together yeah. in the 1990s <laughs> it looks cooler if i make the fade out longer <laughs> oh man i mean well, how new was fade it was fade out for probably, movies then probably, not. <laughs> probably just didn't know how to do it yet <laughs> it also tells a story that like they're deliberating about the kid the kid's face is still there they're like talking i mean like I don't know. It is. I think it's part of the device of the storytelling. It is. <laughs> Movies don't do that anymore. No, they don't have to. But 
Just make sure you don't That's die. The coronavirus. Let's make sure you don't die. Yeah, yeah, it's made it to Doyle. <laughs> Can you Shit. still taste things? <laughs> I'm next. It's coming on. The Corona 20. The, the Corona's coming. Oh, I got that super Corona. So let's That's go. Super Corona. <laughs> let's let's go around the table. I for sure give this movie like 12 thumbs up. For sure giving it 12 thumbs up. 12 angry thumbs up. 12 yeah. real angry thumbs real up. Real fucking angry thumbs 12, up. 12 real 12 sweaty thumbs. angry thumbs I give it two thumbs. regular sweaty. thumbs up. <laughs> I feel like I give it two regular non-angry thumbs up because I feel like they're not very angry once they leave. I feel like... <laughs> 12 <laughs> slightly inconvenienced thumbs up. <laughs> I, I feel Those like, goddamn tickets are burning a hole in your pocket. Yeah. You I got feel, paid to be a juror. <laughs> shut up. I feel like Probably all 18 cents at the time. <laughs> it was 50 bucks recently. Yeah. In uh, this film, should go through like all the actors. Buddy, the I'm telling you, foreheads. like I don't like, right? I don't, <laughs> I don't like things. And that was really like, I felt like I was in the movie you with them being hot. like, I can't fucking like. T- why? How did you not see this giant fucking fan on the wall two hours ago? No, like they, when they first go in the room, they try to turn. Oh, it, it was on. the light switch it's thing connected right. to the light. That's switch. right. Yeah. yeah. This movie thought of everything. Wow. Well, there's know. not really a whole fuck. Yeah, there was time. a whole lot. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just every time I see like something from the 50s, like that's based in that time, yeah. I'm always like, "How are you wearing pants and a long sleeve shirt, a fucking hat? That like, I just the, don't get it." That was the deal, bro. Look good. I know it was. It was so you look good. No, I, everything. I as soon as they go into the jury room, they're like, Dude. "Fucking take this shit." <laughs> oh, <laughs> Especially for court, though, like. They still make you do that. Well, they don't make you dress up. But yeah, like, I definitely didn't to. dress you up. You still have to show respect in the court. Oh, yeah. My yeah. first amount of money I ever owed a court system was because I wore a hat to my first trial. <laughs> not knowing you can't wear a hat. like, And it was a nice hat. It was like a golf cap. I had a nice shirt on. I was just like, I walked in there. I was standing there. The dude's like, hey, take off your hat. Not the judge. I was like, why? The bailiff, probably? Yeah, I was like, why? And he was like, you can't wear your hat. And I was like, why? And the judge literally was like... Like, so much, so much fine for disrespecting the court. I was like, all right, take the fucking hat off. Like, <laughs> I guess I guess that's why. Like, we can't yeah. answer questions <laughs> in America. I was only asking why to take hey, it off. Like, you should know better. We are in America. <laughs> I've <laughs> never been in front of a judge like that, so I, I was like, I don't know. Well, it was, like, it was a stupid fucking like, license plate. at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a totally... From now on. Yeah. <laughs> from there. It was actually technically you, Bobby's fault. Bobby and I'm looking at you, Tim, looking in the mirror. Because Bobby's car was had expired plates, and I got pulled over driving it, and then I didn't pay the ticket, and then uh, I found out I was like, oh, I gotta go to court now. Go to court. <laughs> yeah, and then I, got I guess that's a hundred fifty dollars for wearing a hat. I, I kind of went to I kind of went to court because I hit the. I wrecked my car because the kids dropped a toy, and I went to grab it, and I wrecked the truck that was in front of me. That wasn't too long ago. I think that was only like three or four years ago, but it was in fucking severance. And so it was literally like they were just taking people who had tickets up. What do you want to do? All right, I'll just pay it now. Okay, cool. And it was just the dude. Like, it was so fast. Yeah. It was not like a, a win in front of a judge and there was fucking people well, there. And, pissed me off right. about that one, too. I, I'll remember to, to the day I died. The person in front of me, a flaming homosexual and prostitute, male prostitute, goes in front of me because it's like one of those things where like it's a bulk court. You yeah, know, you're getting asked up by like your case last number, name or yeah, whatever. So he's in front of me, and the judge literally goes, says, "Well, your lawyer got you. He's getting you out of this again. But if I ever see you in my courtroom one more time, 
I'm going to throw the book at you or whatever. And the gay guy's like, thank you. <laughs> Literally like, prances out of the room. I'm like, I was like, oh, shit. And he's wearing, like, disrespectful clothes as far as I'm concerned. Like, like a shirt with, like, a basically no sides at all or sleeves. Like, one of those tank tops that are only, like, connected at the bottom, like, right here. Oh, boy. And, like, shorty short shorts. I still remember this dude. Like, he's crazy. Like, frolicked out of the courtroom. And I'm like kind of laugh and go up there, and they're like $150 for your hat, uh, $18 <laughs> ticket, uh, plus $200 in court fees. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll make sure I suck a dick for money next time before I come in here so I get out. And then Scott Doyle free. pranced out of the court. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> puts the hat back on, toodles out. <laughs> it was like. That was my introduction to our court system. Yeah, like, that sounds, that that sounds, sounds, sounds about right. The first time I spent an, any extended amount of time in jail, it was 10 days in jail. It wasn't too bad, right? We get in front of the court like on a Monday morning. Like I'd already been denied like a PR bond, so I had to like actually wait out the 10 days and like go in front of the judge to see like what my sentence would be, right? So we go, we're sitting there. I had kind of made friends with this guy, you know, so we were kind of sitting next to each other just, you know, hanging out, whatever. He goes up there, and the judge is like, oh, okay, Jim, uh, looks like you're in here for fishing without a license. He's like, yep. And they're like, so uh, why didn't you have a fishing license? Couldn't afford it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm not going to fine you. I'm not going to give you court fees. Uh, looks like you've been here for 14 days. Let's call it time served. That seemed fair. And the guy goes, I lost my job, but sure. <laughs> I'm like, no, it doesn't, judge. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you call my boss? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was just like... Damn, dude, you were in here for two weeks for not fishing with a, for fishing without a license? Like, Yeah, they don't give a fuck, I, man. Then I went up and they fucking fined me like 500 bucks because I was racing my car and shit. So. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting out of yeah. that one. <laughs> so uh, do you think that this movie is more indicative of more high-profile cases than what an actual jury looks like because I feel that I've only had one experience doing it and I felt like the people that I think there was like eight of us and I felt like the people who were with me were very like I don't know let's talk about this let's see this or that let's look at some more evidence you know I, I feel like it was a very back and forth thing where I feel like sometimes a lot of high profile cases are very fast like you you tell the judge yeah I'm, I don't know what's going on I'll be impartial and then you get in there and they're like hey he's fucking guilty yeah <laughs> I, I would think that, like, in situations like this, because it's, like, you know, clearly, like, it's racially and emotionally charged, and it, like, involves murder, and, like, a son murdering a father, like, I mean, this shit's probably all over the news, and they probably already, by the time they've been in the courtroom for, like, seven days, they just have, like, a complete notion of, this is what I think, and it right. just doesn't matter. Yeah. Like... But I do think this happens probably more than you would expect it to. Yeah. I would bet like, it happens all the time. I, I yeah. think people... I bet so. I think that, though, what you're talking about is probably even typical in big cases where people are like, okay, let's take all this fucking information and figure out what it means. Right. And there probably is always <clears throat> some one asshole guy that's like, oh, guilty. He's, he's guilty no matter what. <laughs> you know, or he's not guilty no matter what. Plus, you know? I honestly believe, like... With the high-profile cases where somebody's rich, 
I believe people are getting paid because I'm. Like, yeah, it's always a show trial when, <laughs> how it's, do you when stop it's big someone money. That knows this guy who's a big jillionaire from going to that guy's sister and going like, say he's not guilty, he's a million dollars. Like, how do you stop that? <laughs> you don't. You don't. I think some. I know you're supposed I, to stop I, that. I think sometimes they they sequest like in really big cases they sequester the jury. So right. even if you went to my family, you I wouldn't have communication with you. They might be able they to get a hold of you if it's they, an emergency. They or something. try. They I try just, really yeah. hard to yeah. make that. When not I look happen, at like how but... OJ got off, I was like, he had to have paid people. I'm like, they're basically the up glove going, like, didn't fit. I bitch. Was wearing two gloves. <laughs> my dick. <laughs> and he didn't even try. Like if you watch it again, he's like. Don't fit. <laughs> and he's wearing another glove. I'm like, I'd be like, how about you take the other glove off and give it some effort? Yeah. <laughs> Don't drink like one. The night before, he was like with a hammer just swelling his, his hand, hand up. Right? He's wearing the other glove because his hand's like all black and blue. Like all, <laughs> all morning, he's just pounding water trying to swell up. Because <laughs> I, I actually, I remember watching that case and like every day it was like, Here's more brutal evidence that he obviously killed them. Here's more. And at the end, they're like, glove don't fit. You must quit. They're like, all right, get the fuck her out of here. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> hey, I guess we're done here. Glove doesn't fit. Yeah. And then L.A.'s like, set it all on fucking fire. Buddy, if you ever get off on a murder charge like that that's been broadcast in the whole fucking world... Keep your nose clean from now on. Yeah, like stop. Just don't even go well, out. I, I think he's Isn't mentally. He's, I think he's mentally good, like not all there. Nah, it's just then he went and stole his own merchandise back and got thrown in jail. Anyways, yeah, because he's not all. He's an I idiot. Don't, I don't think he's there. Like, I, I think he probably has like the concussion shit. Probably. Oh, uh, so he, he's just a little see something like that. Well, I think that's probably what also led to the killing of his wife and the other guy. I think like. He has that crazy. He like, just had a bad night and went off the handle a little crazy too brain hard. worm shit, where half of his brain's actually not in there because it's been eaten away by concussions. <laughs> he thought he was playing with his kids, and in fact, he was murdering his ex-wife. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! Well, look how many of those like football players and stuff do like violent shit that their families are like they would Chris never Benoit. do that. Just like Chris Benoit, you like know? evidently that shit makes you just go nutty. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole uh, like institute. Will Smith now. made a movie. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole institute now though that where African. you can you can donate your body to them and they look at your brain after you've died. I want to no buy something more interesting than that. There's no brains but here, buddy. They're not. Nobody's going to take your body. They will. No, they're going to want to take your body. They'll be like, "How does this dude have no disease? How did he live?" <laughs> they'll just be like, "Cut him open and be like, how the fuck?" Out pops a healthier littler me. It's like Men in Black. Yeah. Do- Doyle's, Doyle's like a phoenix. There's just a smaller Doyle in him cocooning. Oh, man. Well, on that note, the Doyle's Keep inner child. Away from me. <laughs> on that away. note, the Doyle's inner child is a literal child. <laughs> it, it pops out. It's like, hello, my honey. Hello, my honey. <laughs> Where'd that sure game come from? A small naked Doyle with a top hat. Before you start, we just asked Jason what he wants to watch for the next pop Jason. So we're watching Demolition Man for the next pop How about this shit? How about this shit that Doyle picked 12 Angry Men and Jason picked Demolition Man. Like, Have we not watched the Demolition Man before? Not for yeah, it's not for pop culture classic, no. Have we watched it just for regular? I don't no, think so. No. Really? I don't think I mean, so. I'm down. 
Yeah, no, for sure. No, you've been do. talking about picking yeah. it for like two years. Yeah, it's a good movie. So we're going to watch Great Demolition Man. Movie. I don't want to sh- talk about it yet. All right, be sure guys? to check us out at on. TOTLB.com. <laughs> Get on our social medias. Tell us what you think about They're the only one that won the franchise war. Demolition We're just talking over Gabe. I know. I'm just talking I don't want to learn how to use this. It's kind of like the old episodes right now. We big shit. Are those going to be some big seashells? They are going to be big seashells. I've always wondered how they were supposed to work in the movie or if they just made them up. So there was there was an explanation. I was we'll going to say, about it next. D- yeah, you found a, an a there whole was. PDF he, he, one point. He came out and said it. All right. Find us on TOTLB.com. Patreon.com slash TOTLB. Or no, sorry, YouTube.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box. I almost figured that out. Where we have an interview with Stallone. Probably not. Where we do not Where we do not have an interview. Please do try to get I'll just do an interview with me and I'll just be like, Adrian. Accurate. Uh, I'll use the show. Speaking of Sylvester Stallone. Got a little turtle. One of Michael Kirk's favorite midgets was the Sylvester Stallone midget impersonator. They had... Oh, he was into men midgets too. He was just into midgets. Oh, yeah. I didn't all matter. midgets. Matter. Did all midgets that. matter, Juan? Yeah, all midgets matter. His favorite. He turned off the dog. You know, all one of, of the same. One size. of his favorite experiences <laughs> was off. midget expendables porno night. <laughs> so, Jesus. you see Total Recall, the first one. The the yeah, well, not the new one. That comes out of the chest. It's mm, that's his deal. Quatu. Yeah, but now he's dead. So be sure to give us a call on the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline nine seven zero five seven three six one four eight. May his midget love and ass rest in peace. Yeah, motherfucker, love midgets. Until next time, I've been Gabe. I've been Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. And Michael Kirk fucks midgets. Miss you, Mike. Come back to us. Fucked midgets from the no. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of reasonable reasonable doubt. He didn't fuck any midgets. Allegedly, I'm gonna be the one of the four. (laughs) All right, you're gonna convince us. Yeah, you're gonna convince four angry men. Come back for the next episode. Four four angry (laughs) four angry podcasters. (laughs) What if I did a t-shirt with Michael Kirk and Michael Jackson? And it's just allegedly above the top of it. Oh. We would get sued by the Jackson estate. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yes. What do you mean, all no? Kinds, all kinds of yes. Michael Jackson for everything. Not like that. <laughs> Not like that. It just says allegedly. Allegedly, he was all right. pop. Allegedly, I'm going to stop have, the recording. Just having his face on it's going to suck. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah!